Hello, welcome to Scientifically Speaking at CornellRadio.com. Zach is trying to find headphones. We might give him a second to figure that out. Yeah, he's, we can hear him. That's good. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, how about that? Can you hear that anything through those good. headphones? No? I don't know where the hole is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Um, anyway, um, okay, so I'm the layman today, so I'm going to stop talking now. Hey, Zach. Hey, Dave. What you standing on? Uh, like the earth, I guess. <laughs> that's correct. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about... That was really stupid. Our big old... We planned that, actually. Oh, God. Well, Dave, Dave planned it. I planned that, actually. That was brutal. I just went along with it. Um, Do you know how it's super weird to be doing this without headphones on? <laughs> just like, really? I feel like I'm just talking to you guys, because right. I can't hear that's my strange. voice being <laughs> just recorded like, projected. <laughs> just put a pair on and just pretend. But, that, but that's worse. But then you I can't, can't hear anything. <laughs> um... Well, just trust us that we can hear you. All right. Well, you don't have to rely on our. Oh my God! It's written in the notes. You wrote, "Hey Zach, what you standing on in the earth?" Oh my God! I didn't see that. Yep. That's painful. Yep. All right. Anyway, um, what is the earth? I don't know why you're asking me. I need to ask you that question. <laughs> hey guys, what's the earth? Um, it's a big old dumb rock that some shit happened on a yeah, couple times. Also known as the world or Gaia sometimes <laughs> in obscure text. What about what about Terra? Yep, then science fiction it's Terra. Wikipedia's go. got all those wonderful names listed. Fantastic. That's Earth, pretty exciting. Also called the world. Okay, so we call it a big dumb rock, but like I feel it's like not a big dumb rock. There's some crazy, fucking interesting weird stuff yeah, that happens. Some, all right, cool. Yeah, it's pretty can, much. Can we start with some like standard facts like about yeah. the Earth? All right. How big is the Earth? How big? Well, what do you mean big? You're talking radius? You're talking let's volume? Talk volume. You're ta- let's oh, let's talk, talk volume. Let's talk this sphere. Like or how many gallons of milk can it hold? <laughs> the how only important question We actually should have calculated that. I should have calculated that. We should have done that. I feel terrible now. You, you screwed up, really. You All dropped right. the ball. I'm gonna it's okay. It don't cry over spilled milk. Oh, you got it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So... Uh, the volume of the Earth, this is going to be incomprehensible to you. <laughs> I mean, like, all of these numbers are yeah, entirely incomprehensible. Enormous. So imagine, can you imagine a cubed, a kilometer cubed? Just, you know, a big old box that's a kilometer long in each no, side. No, right? you've already lost okay, me. So, okay, but now imagine you could imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Big, it was really big. Well, like, all right, I can it's imagine, like most, imagine most again. Most of a gotcha. mile along each side, <laughs> Most right? of a mile. Wait, yeah. do, do we want the gallons? Yeah, have the gallons. The, well, let me go through this. All right, you go, you go through that, and then I'll get the gallons. So then if you take a million of these kilometer edge length boxes, mm. right? A million. Uh-huh. And then you take another million of those... <laughs> A million, million of the sections of millions. Yes. Okay. Then you've got million, just million. under the volume of the Earth. See, like even when you say it like that, smaller. I can't comprehend. Like I, even when you say that, I just like can't. Yeah, it's got envision. A, that's just stupidly. I can barely count it like ten. <laughs> like I'm serious. Bio majors. Um, okay, so Ow. so <laughs> with so with regards to that, zing zing, got him. Just just so that Zach knows, um, it looks like. That is about 2.4 times 10 to the 17 gallons of milk. <laughs> 17, that's a 10 with 17 zeros after it. <laughs> that's that's a lot how of many gallons. That's a lot, that's you a lot of that. milk. <laughs> yeah, you'd be Probably. Fine. Have you done the gallon challenge yet? No, I've not done the He's gallon He's been challenge. training for a while, sort of like half-assedly. Half I haven't even been training. It's just, well, it's my, I just drink a lot of milk. That's a the earth. That's a clear, boys, boys. <laughs> the earth. <laughs> all right, all right. So, how, okay, so we know how fucking giant it is. Vipin. Vipin just so, walked by outside. Oh. Vipin. Hi, Vipin. Hi, Vipin. He's not listening to our show, obviously, because he's like walking down the street and doesn't have his phone in his hand, but whatever. Whatever. Um, so, how heavy is the How earth? heavy? 
Well, all right. That's so a, that's a weird. Isn't aren't things heavy because the Earth is, is pulling, pulling on them? them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. All right. So what's well, the mass? The mass of the, the mass. Earth. Mass of the, the Earth, of the Earth is, and this is another entirely incomprehensible number. Five thousand nine hundred seventy billion billion <laughs> metric tons. Yeah. So, which so, is times a thousand to get to pounds. So it's. <laughs> well, oh my god. To get to kilograms. Oh yeah, kilograms. <laughs> That's disgusting. Metric tons. I forgot. We really need to like Wait, do I thought metric a ton things. Was two thousand kilograms. No, no, no. no. So okay, so a, a one ton is oh, two. Oh, an imperial ton is two thousand pounds. Well, yeah. a long. I think it's a long ton. Then the short ton. Oh is yeah, like there's so pounds. many weird variations of tons. Maybe. It's so annoying. Then there's the metric ton, which is one thousand kilograms. It's yeah. Well, regardless, it's okay. So it's ten to the twenty fifth pounds. Does yeah. that put it in perspective? No, it's still ridiculous. No, that's, that's still so just large. Just I can't so even big. And okay, so we're sitting on it. We're just in it. We're on it. We're here. It's there. It's below us. It's weird. <laughs> Can we talk about the etymology of ton just really quickly? Sure. It's derived from ton t u n which is the term applied to a barrel of the largest size. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest barrel. It's just the biggest kind of barrel. Hey, guys, I made which a good way. Barrel. Which shit. <laughs> which good way around 2,000 pounds or 910 kilograms. It's a barrel full? And then there's a, there's a metric ton. Is it a ton. full barrel? I, I assume. Well, it's, it's yeah, well, yeah, wait, what? Doesn't it, doesn't it depend on what you put in it? <laughs> it's got measurements <laughs> are just <laughs> so arbitrary between between it's it's occupies 60 cubic feet of space and it's a volume between you know 210 and 256 gallons that's that's a lot that's a giant ass barrel it's pretty big 60 though. cubic feet that's a huge barrel i still can't picture that <laughs> <laughs> this whole picturing of volume let alone the earth quite the task. all right anyway Going back to the Earth. The Earth. So, so it's a, just like a big barrel. It's a big... <laughs> big the Earth is like a big barrel. There you go. You, we, it's, okay, episode over. All done. That's it. So I go home, guys. It's got some stuff in it, and that's that's it. That's it. That's all right. it. Anyway, did we get to radius yet? Uh, yes, yeah, so let's talk about the radius. So this one's a bit more of a reasonable scale. So this is the, the distance from like the dead center of the Earth to like us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is about 60... Well, like, 10 feet below us, because we're second floor. We're in the second floor Fair of the building. Enough. It's about 6,400 kilometers. 6,400 kilometers. That's a real lot. That's like... God, I can't... I'm so bad at imagining Okay, so that's like 4,000 miles. 4,000 miles deep to get to the center of the Earth. 4,000 miles. And then... And the interesting thing... Oh, actually, I guess I'll talk about this a little bit later. Okay. The Earth has a real funny shape. Do you want to go right into that now? Sure, we can yeah, talk about how. About okay, how so first off, we have this idea of it's a big dumb rock in space, right? Big yeah. round dumb rock. Okay, well we know it's big. Let's talk about if we know that it's round. <laughs> you know, it's like round-ish. It's kind of. It's definitely round. I don't know if that makes it like, but oh, it's not it's like spherical. It's not spherical. Yeah, yeah. that's the way. Yeah. It. Okay. So it's a uh, it's an oblate spheroid. <laughs> so it's sphere-ish. Okay, what does oblate mean? Oblate means basically like. Rounded like around a, the oblong, equator, right? Yeah, like oblong, oblong. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, okay. And then spheroid. Why not like, sphere? Because it's not a sphere. Because okay. it's, 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 it's oblate. But it like kind of looks like a sphere. Right. It's, it's close like close enough. enough. But it's ob- but it's not oblate. actually close enough. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Um, related to that, the uh, that means that around the equator, which yeah. is the horizontal midline of the yeah. Earth, if you're looking north, vertical, south, mm-hmm. uh, 
opposite of <laughs> anti-vertical. Um, <laughs> so I just anyway. literally, I'm just not even just going to leave that. <laughs> Continue, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. The radius um, from, you know, center of the earth to the highest point or like the basically sea level along the equator of the earth. Specifically versus, sea level. Yeah, specifically okay. sea level. Versus um, the, to the, in the, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Along in the vertical direction, so okay. the vertical so radius versus about, the horizontal radius. Okay, so like this is the radius from the center to the equator versus yes. the center to the North Pole. Yes, that's the word okay. I was looking for. North Pole. The difference. The thing those, at the top. <laughs> the difference between those radii is uh, about radii. fifteen miles. Um, so fifty miles. Fifteen F- miles. Fifteen yeah. miles. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's, it's not, not very far at all. Exactly. It's okay. not awful. It's not completely ridiculous. But but, it's, but, it's, but it's a little really bit squished top to, to bottom. Sphere, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a little. It's, it's, it's like if you took a basketball and like a little bit squished it top to bottom. Yeah. Wait, top to bottom. So it's it's, it's longer. It's longer along, along, along the horizontal axis. Well, that makes sense because this is spinning. Yes. Which does that have anything to do with it? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a big reason. So, like, okay. So, like, just like real quick, just thing that I just randomly thought of, right? Like, well, that you were saying this, it makes sense that it's a little bit longer along the equator than it is like from the top to the bottom, because like if you take like a ball and like spin it really fast, it'll like start to stretch out along Mm -hmm. the equator, right? And like because of centrifugal force. Yeah. Well. And what is the Earth but a ball spinning in uh, centripetal force? force, Yeah. Centripetal force. Yeah, but I. Okay, so I read a thing. Centripetal force. Well, it doesn't matter. No, I know what you mean, and I know that like centrifugal force isn't. It just like feels like a repulsion. It's centripetal force. Well, it's really not even a. A the force. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not actually. Well, it's a, a relativistic thing. thing. Yeah. Technically, it is. But it's so unimportant. The important part is it is centripetal force because what's happening is that the particles are being, or like around the equator, are being like pulled in a circle but are trying to go in a straight line. Mm-hmm. The, the force that's forcing them out, that's like yeah. causing you, them like, to go out. turned off all the gravity the and bond force. interactions between everything, they everything where it would just shoot directions. off in a straight line yeah. coming from the <laughs> earth. Anyway. Yeah. So the Earth isn't quite round. No, it's also okay. got a lot of little bumps. Definitely, well, it's got some little bumps. Some of the bumps are big. I would even say we live we live on the top of a, a relatively large one. Because <laughs> Ithaca is on a mountain. <laughs> Small, literally mountain. Everest. <laughs> um, it's pretty cold up here. Interestingly, though, it's not. Now. Interestingly, though, there's this so nice quote that has been passed around that turns out to have like truth behind it. The quote goes, if you shrunk Earth to the size of a billiard ball, it would be smoother than a regular billiard ball. Even with all the bumps like Everest and the Andes and all the little bumps on Earth, when you shrink Earth down to that size, they're still smaller than the bumps you'd find on a regular billiard ball. That's outstanding. It's ridiculous. That's actually that's absolutely it? preposterous. So it's smoother than a billiard ball. But how's how about this? So the uh, standards for a bowling ball in terms yeah. of smoothness in its manufacture a are a little bit uh, tighter than those of a billiard ball. Okay. And so it turns out that if you shrink down Earth down to the size of a bowling ball, it will not be smoother than the bowling the ball. The bowling ball. <laughs> so so the Earth. So, so now we have a scale here. We've, it's so somewhere we've got between billiard and bowling and, ball and smoothness. And smoothness. Which so is you already, take a billiard ball you on can't a bowling ball. Billiard I mean, it doesn't matter. Smooth. A billiard ball is like <laughs> I, I, I can't perceive the difference between the smoothness and a billiard bar and a billiard ball and a bowling ball. Oh my god! Alliteration. To say. <laughs> when we were so, talking about it before, I was like, "Wait, is it is it like smoother or not?" Because he said billiard first and then bowling, and I wasn't paying attention. Oh, oh yeah. I was yeah. like, this, "You keep saying the same thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's um that's insane though. 
It's yeah. crazy. Like when you're standing here, it's just like preposterously. Like, you like look up at build at tall buildings and be like, ah, that's real far away I mean, from yeah. me. Like even just like mountains and valleys. Like we like you know like we live on like it's obviously a very small basically hill that Ithaca is on. But like even so, small. Yeah, but like even standing like the top of the slope and looking down, I'm like, that's far away. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of you should probably be able to see that from space. <laughs> and then yeah, like, th- you can. things that extend miles into the sky, just the Nothing. equivalent of that on a uh, like a billiard ball is like it. You can't see. You can't see it. You can't wow. feel it. You can't detect it with I your hands. Yeah, Everest is too small to feel. Yeah, that's freaking if you could nuts. like touch. If the Earth was like could fit in your mm-hmm. hand, you wouldn't be able to feel Mount Everest. Which like. You know, kind of makes sense if you look at Earth from, like, far away. Right, right? You zoom right. out, you're looking at it from space, like from the ISS or something, and you just see this blue marble. Right. And it looks like yeah, I mean, it is called, that pretty is, smooth. Yeah. That's, yeah, I always just sort of assumed that was an atmospheric thing. Which, like, yeah, I mean, that's true. That could uh, conflate it, but... Right, but it apparently isn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just actually is also really it's goddamn crazy. smooth. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What other stuff? Uh, yeah. Another thing about, cool the about the shape, though, is that the... Uh, the Earth changes also has tides, like the the rock part of Earth oh, a little bit. What? Yeah, not like oh yeah, that makes sense though mm-hmm. for the same reason that like water has tides. Yeah, just exactly. slower. So, uh, tide, oh, right. tides from the moon uh, will pull on water, which is like yeah, yeah, exactly. and right, and like it can pull up to like a meter from where it's like resting position is, which right? is pretty insane. That's, that's like, like a that's really noticeable dramatic difference. Yeah. Like, right. It doesn't seem like it's so much because we have sloped beaches most of the time. Mm. But when so you go like, to like a dock, but yeah, it's very obvious. It's like, it just gets higher. That's crazy. So there's more. Water yeah. There. The, the, uh, the moon can pull actual, like the earth's crust about 30 centimeters into the air. That's still a at lot. Best. But like, yeah, that's like a like thirty centimeters. That is that's a foot. Like maybe thirty centimeters. Yeah. That's yeah. a foot though. That's crazy. Holy crap! The moon is. When I jump, though. why I doesn't just... the moon just like pull me to it? Because <laughs> the Earth is bigger, stronger, <laughs> so much bigger. The Earth loves you more. Aww. Hey. Thanks, buddy. The moon. The moon okay. is pretty cool. We'll get into yeah. that later. Yeah, the moon's a neat thing. Okay, moon's, cool. moon's pretty neat. So pretty yeah. neat. I'd say. Let's go into a little bit about... They faked the moon, you know. What happened? <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the moon. How did the Earth get here? It's okay. a good question. It's a, yeah, where did it come from? It's a good, from? good topic. Where did it come from? All right. Well, sort uh, of, well, it came from space. It pooped into existence. Yeah, so the Earth is from space. We're all... Um, oh, yeah, the Earth is... Is it the Earth in space? That doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean it's not from space. <laughs> you can be in a town and from a town. All right, all right, all right. So... Uh, basically, you know, Big Bang happened a while ago. A bunch of stuff exploded probably. everywhere. Yeah, mo- <laughs> a bit yeah, ago. Wasn't probably. that long ago? You know, what, thirteen billion. Stuff goes everywhere. Yeah. You know, you got a bunch of like maybe hydrogen. This hydrogen kind maybe. of forms like some groups of clouds, like enormous. Like when I say clouds, I mean this is just again another incomprehensibly like enormous thing. Clouds, interstellar, like the Milky Way sized yeah. clouds. Big old clouds of hydrogen, right? And then this stuff goes. Oh, boop, boop, bounces into each other, kind of clumps a little bit, and then... Zach's making little, like, figures with his hands (laughs) that none of you can see. It's pretty adorable. It's very useful. (laughs) It's just sort of pointing his fingers at each other and bouncing them. (laughs) They, like, stick together, (laughs) hit each other, and eventually, you know, all this stuff kind of collapses into a star. And wow, have we, that was a big jump. Yeah, wait. Okay, so what you're saying, I think, is that, like, so basically, like, a bunch of... So, 
these particles are like running into each other and getting sort of stuck, right? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, and then like enough of them get stuck together that they have like some sort of gravitational pull. Which pulls more things to them. Bash into each and other. They just keep doing that, and then they and just then fusion start colliding, and then, <laughs> and then nuclear fusion yeah. happens. And okay. then everything is wonderful. Great. So you have the star, so right? Everything is awesome. And it's <laughs> this has been oh god, <laughs> such a catchy song. It's so um, great. So then you've got this uh, this like cloud of this dust stuff, yeah. which is not only hydrogen, uh, but the hydrogen is mostly what formed the star. Yeah. And so now you've got this star in the center, like kind of pulling it all in and holding okay. it sort of in the area. Yeah. And like some of it goes into the sun, makes the sun bigger. Right. Or the star, wow. Yeah, I guess not it's not sun. It's not a sun yeah. until, yeah, star, 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 star. Um, <laughs> so then... You've got this, again, same deal, this, like, swirling, like, dusty stuff, except yeah. now it's got, like, it's not just hydrogen, now it's, like, rocky things, maybe, a little yeah, bit. It's, like, sure. dust. It's not okay. just gas. Yeah. Um, and then same deal. There's, like, the small particles clump together, then once yeah. the clumps get big enough, they kind of ram into each other, and uh-huh. the more forceful collisions stick them together, until eventually you have a big clump of, like, this like a big old clump. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a and disc. And this is, like, so this is, like, a, now we have, like, a satellite running around. The, oh, like, a, did you say, like, a disc? Yeah. Oh, so this is like Saturn's rings type Essentially thing. that sort of thing. But, around, of, but, but around the star. Yeah. Okay. Sort of. And then and this, pretty far away. Yeah. And really far and away. And then these like clumps will just suddenly like, oh, break. And then like it breaks off <laughs> into a few reason? pieces. Just like because other things are banging into it. It's just, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. It was very all like, yeah. it's an interesting, because it's still, it's our best explanation of what happens, but right. it's not definitely how it happens. Like we've never observed this. Yeah. Yeah. But interestingly, uh, the uh, definition for a planet, like the scientific definition for a planet, is uh, part of the definition includes uh, it must have cleared the neighborhood. And what that phrase means is that um, a planet is not a planet unless it is the only thing in its orbit because it has to have taken out everything else. So literally just yes, captures these, these all the other like clumps of dirt and stuff. So it can right. have its satellites, so like moons and stuff like around it. it. But there can be nothing else trailing it. It has to be the mm. only thing in its orbital path. Okay. And then, so yeah, it kind of clumps off, squishes down. Suddenly, you, you have these like rocky sections that are closer to the star, and you've got mm-hmm. these gassier things further from the star. Mm. Um, and like, or, or like gas yeah. giants. Yeah. And um, then, over time, you know, they just eat everything in their way by smashing into it along eat. the orbital path, essentially. And then you have it's like Pac-Man. Yeah. And then you've got waka waka. This like. Big old rock thing in Big space. Big old rock thing. It's a hot rock. It's too. a hot rock. Oh, all these collisions have a lot of energy, and so there's a lot of smashing and banging and fire. Not fire, just warmth. <laughs> Sounds like an average Tuesday. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then, yeah. No, keep like, going. Keep going. This stuff happens, right? And then, <laughs> scientific. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad that that happened. The stuff happened. So, uh, stuff okay. happened actually a couple right. times. So, yeah. So. <laughs> so we've got this big rock that's hot. That doesn't sound anything like Earth. No, no, nope. at all. No, that's that's. How did we get from that to this? Earth formed about four billion years ago. Okay, so but that's four like and a half. nine four and billion. billion years that's ago. like nine billion years after the estimated time of like Big Bang. Yes. Correct? Okay. So it took a while for the Earth to get here after the universe like two thir- happened. Two thirds of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Three so quarters of the time. We we haven't been around that long, but we've been around for a real long time. Anyway, we being the Earth, we being the Earth, yeah, yes. which is not we, which is not <laughs> so we. That's fine. Well, it's like the home team, the you home know. Team, yeah, it's like you're, you're like cheering for your sports team. You're like, yeah, like you know, we're winning. It's like you're not winning. Your team's winning. Like we're not. We haven't. We been sent here. a guy to Mars. Well, not but we. Like, like yeah, like the the Earth. We did. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, so you've got all this stuff that like formed the Earth, right? Some of it 
had water in it. Some of it had like this gas trapped in it. Mm. Some of it just had things that we now have on Earth just hanging out, but trapped inside, basically, and all really warm so and like, like terrible. The things that collided together to make the Earth mm-hmm. now had all this stuff, and they just sort mm-hmm. of got like emulgated. And once, yep. so once you get these like really hot, molten, rocky stuff that's yeah. just floating around now, mm-hmm. so you get the denser elements like iron and nickel mm-hmm. that uh, sort of, because they're denser and heavier, they sunk to the bottom, they sunk to the center. So that's why our inner it's such a core. weird thing. Like, you know that, like, a heavy thing will sink to the bottom. But it sinks the to the, the center, the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> in a sphere. Oh, okay. So that's why our innermost core is made out of iron and nickel, because those are the heavier things that sunk all the way to the bottom, the okay. center of the earth. But not all of it, though, right? Not all of it. Some of it's still at the top. We do have some, mm-hmm. in fact, okay. on top. Because <laughs> I definitely have some quarters sitting in my room <laughs> made out of something. <clears throat> but, yeah, so... Now you get this gradual cooling over a real long time, like hundreds of millions. Like a lot. It's like a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's again another time scale that just is completely incomprehensible. We just couldn't even. Yeah. <laughs> this is so annoying. I want to be like. It's like this. Like there's like. There's no there like no... analogy you can use. It's just a real goddamn long time. Okay. Continue. So. At one point, so. we got attacked. By a thing, by a giant, monstrous thing. At one point in early Earth's history, we were just a big old floating rock, floating around, you know, doing stuff, doing our thing. And we get smashed, sneak attacked by a Mars-sized object called Thea. Thea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's a nice. Smashed name. into just us. Sneaks up right. It's like pretty much snuck up behind us and just blindsided us on the one side. How yeah, the we'll... fuck can there be a high? There's no. Blind side. It's a sphere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no back. There's well, no imagine front. the eyes of the Earth are in front along its orbital path. <laughs> and then you got blindsided. Anyway, it hit us, then uh-huh. went somewhere else, and just bashed off a chunk of us. Right. Like, just scooped well, out. Actually, it's sort of like it smushed into the Earth. Yeah. And partially absorbed into the Earth. Oh. And also partially ejected a whole bunch of yeah. stuff, not only from the Earth, but from itself, just yeah. shot up into orbit around it. And then, you know, what was left of it continued on its merry way. Okay. But, like, parts merry of its mantle and cord... Violently attacking unsuspecting planets. <laughs> <laughs> just got, like, absorbed into the Earth. It was just like, yes, we need more mass. That's the noise I right? picture and when then, planets combine. But when it smashed in the Earth, the Earth started spinning, like, hella fast. Okay. And the Earth day at that, like, right after the collision was about five hours. Whoa. Yeah, because it just, you know... It came in, so imagine the Earth going in a straight line. Yeah. Right? And then from... He's doing hand signals again. He he tucks his head into his shoulders and puts his hands in front like he's swimming. (laughs) Imagine it going in a straight line. Consider you're running down a length of straight track. Okay. And then... This is great. We'll test Zach's analogy skills right here. Someone comes up from not quite, like, directly behind you and not quite to your side. Okay. Exactly between those directions. So 45 degrees. Okay. Um, and comes in and just smashes into you, right? Yeah, sure. And you go spinning out, and he and, and you get his arm, and he his, his arm flies off into <laughs> yeah, space. Well, you lose and then arm, like one of your eyes just like gets stuck arm. floating around your head. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, not a great analogy, <laughs> granted, but it's pretty close. Okay, so you spin though, cause, yeah, because he hit you at an angle. And I believe so that. Now you're like five hour day, which is awesome. But then also you've got this stuff floating out. Mm. In space. Yeah, right. And now, like, just like when the planet formed, you right. got this, like, sort of dusty the, the stuff satellites and floating the, around outside. And they all eat each other. And they like all Pac-Man. eat each other. Mm-hmm. And they get bigger, and then we have a um, moon? Yeah. We got two a moon. moons. 
Two what? moons. What? Oh, interesting. No. <laughs> we don't we only had one moon. <laughs> we definitely only have one of them. Yeah, those. so it turns out um, that it may have been the case that a main moon formed, and then okay. that moon got its own little moon. Like orbiting it. Like orbiting it. Which is just the most what adorable the astronomical hell? thing that has That's ever happened. awesome. Wait, does that happen like anywhere else? Are there any other planets with moons mm. that have moons? Um... <laughs> We don't have to answer that right now. We'll get yeah. okay. so we'll go home and talk um, about it. What happens is well, actually, I don't know if it was. Uh, it might not have been orbit. It might have been like a Lagrange point. Do you guys know what that is? Mm-mm. It's basically like a point us. where um, the combination of the gravitational pull from like two bodies, so like the Earth and the Moon, yeah, creates oh, yeah. a little yeah, yeah, spot yeah, yeah, yeah. where so something can sit and not move. Right. Essentially, oh damn, weird. Unless you like, it's you know, it's it's, and if you push it out of there, it'll go like go flying off or right. into orbit or elsewhere. But in that point, it can kind of just right, float right, right. There. That makes sense, right? So, um, you've got it in that. Yo, and the then, Grange is like all over the place. That guy is everywhere. <laughs> He's like Euler. Yeah, wait. You mean Euler? No, Euler. Yeah. All right, keep going. So then, um, eventually, once Earth sort of like got a little closer to the sun. Now you've got a third body getting involved more heavily uh, into this thing. So the Lagrange point kind of disappears. And this thing edges closer and closer to the moon as we know it and goes and pancakes against the back of it, like the far side of the moon. And so the far side of the moon's crust is a little bit thicker. um, And that may have been the reason for that. So the same side of the moon is always facing the Earth? Yes, it's tidally locked. Okay. And the back side, we think, is potentially thicker because there was another moon that like fucked up and smashed into it. Well, that's that's the hypothesis for why the backside is a bit thicker. Right. Yeah. 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 That's hysterical. Yep. I agree that that's adorable. Yep. <laughs> this little tiny moon. Just picture like a, you got a planet and he's got a little moon and the moon's got its own little moon. That's really so, funny. Just a, a little fun thing is that uh, <laughs> Wikipedia was super unhelpful uh, in terms of how quickly I like I couldn't find like a number how quickly the, the moon formed. But, like, Wikipedia was like, oh, uh, God. it likely this formed so funny. in less than a month, but it definitely didn't take more than a century. <laughs> so, between a month and a century it's is... funny, because, like, that's, 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 that's equivalent like zero to time. Someone, that's equivalent to someone being like, yeah, like, it happened some, time, some amount of time between, like, half a second and, you know, like, 20 seconds. It's like, you're like, oh, yeah, whatever, between, like, half a second, 20 seconds, like, yeah. whatever. But, like, except it's... A month and a yeah. century. So, but still, ridiculous. though, which is still really cool. Because think about it. In one lifetime, you could have gone from a bunch of shit in the sky to a moon. Yeah, it's crazy. If yeah, you right, were there no present watching it, it would have taken... You'd be you would have seen dead. it in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Earth was entirely inhospitable. It was molten. It was hot. It was gross. And pretty uh, awful. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. It was pretty much a shithole for a long time. <laughs> See what should we go into next? What's the uh, um, what's a logical segue here? I don't Zach's know. holding his microphone without having taken the stand off of it, and so he's just like he's just holding the little baby stand <laughs> with the microphone. I don't know how to get it out. Really I don't want to try. I don't want to break anything. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, let's talk about radiometric dating. How do we know everything is so old and stuff? Yeah, that's a really good question. Good point. Like, yeah. How do we know things are that old? Well, 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 well. So There's too many wells. Well, huh. wells. Well, well, well. Water we have here. Um, oh no! <laughs> Why is there play 
What do you mean? Why is there Play-Doh? Play-Doh. Don't play with that. There's though. actually Play-Doh. What did you? What are you? What are you getting all fancy about? Uh, we just got an email from uh, our person that says that hockey is over this week, so we can go for as long as we want. Hell to the yizzles. So we'll be here all night. Not actually, because Not really. I have to do so much homework. Yes, yeah. same. It's okay though. It'll give us a little extra time. All right. So no, the way radiometric dating works is that um, there are certain rel- elements that are. Uh, radioactive and unstable. And so, something like uranium. What does radioactive mean? Radioactive means it produces radiation when it... Yeah, so, Can okay. We, do we, should we bother saying what radiation is? There's just little particles like, flying off of the other part. It's, it's sort of, yeah, like alpha, beta stuff. Yeah, um, there's little particles. Yeah, essentially. Um, so <laughs> he really he really doesn't want to give you that analogy. He's like, yeah, okay, basically that. It's not quite that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, let's, so, it's okay. You've got, you don't have to. Something like uranium, right? Okay. And that can radioactively decay. It can shoot off all these little particles, lose its like protons and such, until it becomes like lead. Oh, lead. Go all the way down the chain. Wait, uranium, like oh, oh, I see. Yeah, it yeah, takes okay. some time. It goes, it goes through. It jumps into other. It becomes other elements first, and then eventually end up with lead. Just like all uranium, or just like the crazy uranium. This is um. So, uh, dep- I mean the U two thirty five is the specific one. Yeah. Well, it depends. Whatever. Yeah. So well. Huh. Yellow cake. Each it bah. can be done with any all. Yeah, all radioactive uranium. It, this can be done with um, because, like, we know the half lives, which is okay. So half life is um, the time it takes for half of the radioactive atoms to turn into the like element with fewer parts to it. Right, and so that is a, a number that is for a given atomic isotope. So for a given, like, for uranium two thirty eight, there is a specific amount of time it takes for that to happen. That for half of it to turn into lead. Yeah. Say you start well, off with yeah. lead, though, right? Like into like the next lowest. Right. Thing. Sorry. Yeah. And so that number doesn't change. Okay. It's always true for uranium two thirty eight. Which is kind of weird because it doesn't matter how big it is, right? We have like a ton of uranium. The half life will be the same as a small amount of uranium. Correct. Yeah. Well, Which I mean, it's, that, it's like, you need a um, like if you look at a single uranium, uh, like atom, mm-hmm. it won't necessarily right, right. Like, but yeah, like but if you have, but if you have like you any know, like a handful of uranium versus a room full of uranium, like the room full of uranium will have some half life, and mm-hmm. then that half of the room full will have the same half yes. life. Correct. Yep. So it's that's like the weird part of it is that like the the smaller it gets, it seems like it's taking longer. The first half goes away much more quickly right, than the second right. half. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So what happens is, you know, if you know what it turns into, you can basically go, all right, we know we have, we can like, you can basically count like the lead. Be like, we have this much lead. Okay. Okay. And you can go, and we have this much uranium. Uh-huh. Oh. And then you go, okay, uranium plus lead equals original uranium content. Right. Right. And then you can use the half-life, because it's just exponential decay. It follows an easy mathematical right. function. So you can say what proportion of it has decayed. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so you know how, you long, know how long it's it takes been since it formed. It so right. yeah, so that tells you... So basically you're calculating how long ago it was that all of the lead was uranium. Yep. Right, 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 right. Now, the tricky part comes in when... Uh, how do you know there wasn't just lead to begin with? Right, yeah, yeah. Because it's so, not just straight uranium. Apparently, people know a lot about minerals and rocks and things, and they're, they've developed ways that I 
can't even like it's just like basically comparison like what is expected in certain yeah, yeah, yeah. given information about certain formation events like what we think happened mm -hmm. like certain amounts of lead should be present statistical analysis yeah. and stuff right and then yeah. you end up with like okay so we can adjust our original number it really does like truly baffle me how powerful statistics are it's like, amazing it's like real like we were doing i was doing some research with a separate group like we're trying to like conduct a survey and we have to account for like non-response bias there's just techniques to like account for people not answering your survey. That's amazing. <laughs> How do you do that? They statistics. Didn't Shout out to statistics. <laughs> That's crazy. For being like, sexy as like all hell. Gallup, Gallup polls is just like predictive as hell because <laughs> they're just good at doing surveys, even though they have. To oh, do is that what's like been gospel. the problem the whole time? <laughs> I think your oh computer my has been sitting on my, my phone. Computer has been unstable time. this whole time. I keep shifting it, <laughs> trying to get it flat, and it turns out Dave's phone was just under it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jeepers creepers, man. Um, also, these so the lead molecules are the daughters of the uranium molecules, okay. according to science. Got it. <laughs> according to science. They're called daughter molecules. Okay. But so anyway, so atoms. this is how we figured out how old things are? That's how we figured out how old things are. And basically, like... So that's you know, how we know, like, how old, like, the moon slash Earth are is? Mm-hmm. Are is? Yes. Yep. And R so, is. you know, if you... You've probably heard of, like, carbon dating, yeah, dating exactly. radiocarbon dating. We didn't use that. Because carbon has, a, like, a short half-life of, like, a... 5,000 years? 10,000 years 10, or something like years. that. Yeah, so, real short. Yeah, that's not really enough time at all. So it makes it really good for testing the age of like biological stuff so we can right. tell how old a mammoth was. Right, right. right but right. it doesn't work very well for telling how old the Earth is. Cool. Exactly. So we use uranium dating for really, is really Is it like actually uranium? We, that's what we use. Uranium uh, there's, no, there's, there's a, a lot of them, but oh, okay. uranium is like the one that everyone's That was heard the one of. I picked because yeah, people sure. know what uranium is. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. so for Does uh, it have for, a really long half-life? It's got a uranium. pretty long half-life. Let me look at okay. Um, So you might enjoy this, but uh, in our notes, uh, we have written the age of the Earth as uh, 31.78 billion dog years. <laughs> So, so that's one of those ones where we did the right. conversion beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was Zach. Here's a helpful number. Uranium has a half-life of 1.41 times 10 to the 17th seconds. I'm just pulling your leg. That doesn't mean anything to you. Uh, 4.5 billion years. Wow, that's amazing. That like but I was like, that's a lot of seconds, but seconds are really small. How <laughs> many? What did you say? Billion years? 4.5 billion years. Damn. Familiar number, hey? Turns out Damn. that's the age of the Earth. Yeah. In human years. Damn. Regular years, not dog years. That's pretty sweet. The dog earth has been around for... The dog earth has been along, around for a <laughs> lot longer. Yeah. 31.78 billion dog so, years. Yeah. Anyway, very cool. Um, shall we talk about like some more like relatable things, I suppose? Like, Let's talk about the atmosphere. Oh, that's a good... I'm pretty related thing. to that in that I, I breathe it in, breathe all, the it in all the time. Breathe it in all the time? Sounds like all the time? Like all the time? Okay. Like, okay. All the time. <gasps> so, <gasps> yeah, we have the earth. <laughs> we have... Uh, the rocks and stuff. And uh, we also have some stuff around us. Right. That's like not yeah, the Yeah, I was moon. actually going to ask a question because you said like the earth is like was really hot, right? Mm -hmm. Like when, when it, at the yes. point. But like also at the same, in the same sentence, you said that like lots of things that crashed into it, some of them included water, right? But like would the, would it, it wouldn't have been liquid water, right? Because the earth would be too hot or was it not that hot? I feel like it was that hot. So that's an it interesting was, question. Yeah. So and if basically, it was gaseous water, like I think water is actually where we should go next, not atmosphere. Um. Well, the just the water is weird. We don't really. But so wait. So just real quickly, like if it was gaseous water, it would still like be trapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the inside. Lots the of gravity. Yeah. Oh, oh, it trapped on the inside. Yeah. Okay. Because there, there was like not. 
no the atmosphere, atmosphere back then, yeah. like when it first formed, is why I think we should talk about the atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. Okay. We should talk right, about right, right, not, cool, cool. not so hospitable. It baffles me yeah. that we even have one. I'm not really sure what it means. The atmosphere does a lot of stuff for us. Yeah. It sits around us, uh, sits around us and yeah. uh, so meteors come in and they sort of burn up. We yeah, see that, right? right? We see like definitely. shooting stars and we're like, what is a shooting star? Well, we talked about this that one time. We did. We did have a whole episode on this. The whole we talked about whole in episode. that episode was that the atmosphere makes things burn up as they pass through it because right. they're just hitting a lot of little yeah, tiny lots molecules. Of lots of friction, which makes these meteors just burn up in the sky, and it's we like see them as shooting rope, stars. It's like when you get rope burn, but like <laughs> on the air, real fast and in air, <laughs> pretty and much. It, it's much worse. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah burn burn you the hell up. So we also breathe it. Right? We, like, put it into us. Yes, certainly. Like, we put it in our mouths. Like, all the time. Which is weird. It's but it's cool. Because right it's useful. <gasps> wow. I just put some more in. <sighs> so, what is the atmosphere made out of? What do we have in it? Oxygen. Well, it's mostly nitrogen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> good, good try, though. You... <laughs> You were almost there. O- oxygen is the second most with That's 21% crazy. oxygen. So when I'm breathing, it's mostly It's nitrogen. mostly nitrogen, which our body, like, doesn't use. Just, just we don't really, we just don't really touch it. it nitrogen just sort of in and, and oxygen are fairly similar element, like, elements, though, yeah? They're, like, fairly similar? They're both, like, yeah. Okay, interesting. So, right. our atmosphere is mostly nitrogen, and actually, the oxygen in our atmosphere hasn't always been here. Mm. The oxygen mm-hmm. in our atmosphere has an interesting origin. The Earth's oxygenation happened about 3 billion years ago, and what's interesting about it is that life predates Earth's oxygen. Oh, fuck. That's bizarre. You know why? Why? Because we invented it. Sorry? Again, we is being the home team as life. Life. (laughs) About... Can we we elaborate? About 4 billion years ago, life started, right? We get... Bacteria, the very simplest forms of life that are just little single cells that just hop around and do their own thing. Well, not hop, but swim around, do their own, barely swim. Ah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Move anyway, around. so Maybe. there was a group of bacteria called cyanobacteria. Oh, I've heard about this. These are blue. They're called cyanobacteria because they're literally just blue-green bacteria. So, like cyan. And what yeah, they yeah, did yeah. is they were the first things that used photosynthesis. They were the first organisms to take in the carbon dioxide that was floating around right. and turn it into something useful and use the sun's light and carbon dioxide to make oxygen. Well, to make, make, yeah, they make sugars. They make, right. that's what photosynthesis right. does. It takes right. the carbon from the carbon dioxide to put it into sugars. And then so you get some nutrients. Oxygen, the right? oxygen is because a we, byproduct we talked about of photosynthesis. During our food show, a little bit that like carbohydrates are just like a lot of mostly carbon. Mm-hmm. Slash life forms are mostly carbohydrates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then the, the so they use the carbo the carbon from the carbon dioxide to make carbohydrates is a dioxide which is oxygen. Well, it's not quite that simple. No, it's, it's not. But at all. the whole point is that <laughs> yes, leftover oxygen. oxygen is the byproduct of photosynthesis. Cool. It just they spit it out. They don't use it. It's just like us with carbon dioxide. We take in oxygen and spit out carbon dioxide. We don't really need it. We just spit it out. They have it the other way around. They Very spit out cool. oxygen. And because there wasn't enough oxygen, there weren't things that really respired very well. They didn't, like, like breathe in breathe. oxygen. Okay. Yeah. So 
because there wasn't anything taking in the oxygen, they just spat out a shit ton of it, and it just, and it just sat there. There wow. was no one could do anything with it. Like, it just so sort of sat much there. So that it literally filled all of the atmosphere with About it? 20% of oh the sky. Oh my god, that's crazy. Which is a very, er, well, yeah, it's pretty insane. So, the whole thing. and then that allowed us to, you know, respiratory organisms started to thrive because now there was so much oxygen and started to balance out photosynthesis and respiration. But we were producing carbon dioxide for the photosynthetic organisms to use to create oxygen, correct? Currently, now. We are. Right. It's a yeah. cycle. Right. Um, prior to photosynthetic organisms, you're asking? Yeah. Well, I'm no, not actually sure. Like, yeah, well, so is there already carbon dioxide in the atmosphere for these cyanobacteria? Yes. Cyanobacteria, yep. said? It's from volcanic outgassing, which just like throughput from another episode is kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's the gas comes out <laughs> being trapped. Carbon, the original carbon dioxide on Earth is volcano farts. Got Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So now that we have this atmosphere we have a bunch of stuff in it we know where it came from what does it do for us so we know that it like protects us from meteors which is like pretty rare and like doesn't happen very often and like doesn't really so isn't like a we should probably give thing. it some credit for that it does it's an awesome thing but that's yeah. not the best thing it does for sure. us the best thing it does for us is keep us warm without an atmosphere mm-hmm. light from the sun hits us gets warm a little bit and then bounces off and goes away with an atmosphere the sunlight comes in mm bounces off and gets trapped ah so oh, that's okay. the greenhouse is effect because we're not so it's not that that it yeah so because it's hard in space it would be hard for warmth to leave the earth with nothing around us correct because like the heat needs to go to another particle it can radiate okay true. infrared radiation yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay well think about it. in in right like if you have a planet with no atmosphere in yeah. space the side facing the sun yeah. will boil right like be absolutely like wrecked yeah. and the other side will be frozen. frozen yeah okay so the greenhouse effect of our atmosphere keeps earth warm because it traps in all this heat that's coming in and coming from the earth right. so it keep makes the surface of the planet nice and toasty not too toasty although Oh, it'll get there, folks. Climate change is real, and I'm going to try to include climate change in every episode we talk about forever because it's real and it's happening and we need to do something about it. Anyway, runaway greenhouse effect is bad. We can see that on Venus. Venus is a shithole. Venus is the worst. It's awful because the the greenhouse effect is so good. It's so powerful yeah. that Venus like can't sustain life. It can barely sustain water because it's so hot because the atmosphere is so thick and it traps all the warmth. Okay. So Venus have, like, is what to look for if you're worried about what's going to happen with Earth's climate change. That's We're going to become Venus. Terrible. Okay, um, that might be an exaggeration, but whatever. So. I really hope so. So that's um, Earth's air. That's it's pretty cool stuff. It does a lot for cool. us. It's pretty neato that's, to that's the maximum. Baffling. Um, should we take a music? We break? should take a music break. Yeah, we come break. back. I'll briefly mention the origin of water again. Basically, it's like it's still a mystery. We haven't figured it out, but we've made some progress. So yeah. we'll get there. I mean, that was part of why the the comet landing. Let's still so talk about that because we got some results out. back from that investigation. Oh, that's really cool. All right, um, I'm going to turn on the thing, and then we'll be back. We just will be back. Bye bye. Good, okay, good back. God. We're well, sorry, sorry about that about buffering. That. It was real Stop, bad. Let's keep talking over each other. Anyway, um, um so uh, <laughs> so um. That's really funny. Colleen just Colleen texted me, and then a- immediately after texting me, texted me again and said, "Did I just hear your phone ping?" Because my computer made like a text sound. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me. Um, 
anyway uh so the answer to that colleen is yes you did just hear well it was my computer ping but it's the same um that's uh, it folks that's really, the kind of questions we want on this show yeah, exactly <laughs> please really uh really quick like uh this is interesting thing about that song so we unfortunately didn't get to listen to the end which is just sort of like Israel comic we were all going ooh waka aka da ba aba ah ah like over and over again for like a really long time um and a lot of people are like why is that like the recorded version of this song the reason is rumor has it he called this like so he he's a he's Hawaiian right he's a Hawaiian native he calls this record studio in Hawaii and like at like 3 in the morning and he's like hey i got this can i just like come in and record this song they're like fuck it why not right comes in in a single take records that and then just like that was it so he just like i guess it was four in the morning and he had no idea how to end the song and was just kind of like he showed up 15 minutes later he called them at three in the morning and was like hey i want to record the song and shows up at the door 15 minutes later records the song in one take and then leaves <laughs> <laughs> pretty outstanding my hero <laughs> anyway anyway zach what did you want to talk about before what we did went i want to talk about the outbreak. origin of water on earth how it got here yeah it's still like a mystery it's wet it's weird but we got some ideas. So like and Zach Shane has said, the answer. Like Shane said, Maybe. when the Earth was super duper hot, you would think that all this water would just get like whoosh, like just blasted out, super heat just steam, like that, just totally you know evaporated, well, bushed right away, hell, just evaporate the hell off the planet, right? So um, that's probably pretty reasonable. And for that reason, scientists have been like, well, you know, probably after the planet cooled a bit. We got water from other sources, like comets or meteorites, right? So, Which we talked about in our comet episode. Right. We talked about the comet episode, and we talked about measuring the ratio of uh, deuterium to hydrogen, which deuterium is hydrogen with an extra uh, new... What's on it? Deuterium. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, if the water from comets was the same as the water on Earth, they'd probably have a similar ratio of the two. Um, and it turns out they don't. Uh, comets that we've measured, there's like four big ones we've looked at, including the one we talked about last time, um, have a ratio about two times higher than that of Earth's. And so comets may Pure not be... Pure that yes. was the name of it. I just thought of it. 67P. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Uh, so that may not be the case. However, there are some meteorites uh, known as... This name is ridiculous. Uh, all carbonaceous chondrites. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. They're just meteorites that are like very good at being filled with water um and there's so there's like a bunch of them on earth that we have dated and measured the amount of like dated i mean like took them out to yeah, a restaurant I don't, I don't where do you take a comment on a first date uh china oh. <laughs> there's got to be a joke there please that is there a restaurant almost like where aggressive did, it sounded like a violent way <laughs> oh <laughs> god to china anyway um, yeah so uh china, sort of. yeah no no it's i was just that was just the first thing that came to mind for no reason at all um so yeah that could be another source of it uh but we don't know and another idea that someone has had is that uh we've got this thing called plate tectonics which we will talk about momentarily but momentarily we've got these giant like <coughs> chunks of rock crust that could potentially store water in the form of just hydrogen and then the oxygen that makes up the uh rocks could bond with that hydrogen and be freed of the rock and form water. Be free! And it's potentially the case that there's currently a whole bunch of, like, tech, technically not water, but what could very easily become water, uh -huh. stored beneath the Earth's surface, and that may have been a source. Um, if it, you know, because... So what's... It, what, sorry, what was the catalyst for that the hydrogen and oxygen bonding and being free from the yeah, rock? There are just mechanisms, easy mechanisms by which that can happen. Okay. 
Cool. Um, so you know, if it's not stored, if it's if the oxygen is stored as part of a rock and the hydrogen is trapped within that rock, okay. it's not necessarily the case that you're gonna have like get rid of all this water just because it's super warm. Okay, it could hang oh. on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, plate tectonics didn't start for a while, so okay. maybe this also is not an explanation. Ah. So there's still work to be done in okay. this category. Still trying to find out where all the water came from. But so, you mentioned plate tectonics. I mentioned plate tectonics. In order to cover that, Pangea. we should probably talk about what Earth is like inside. Let's talk about what Earth is like on Earth inside. Not, not, Pangea yet. It's not, not quite yet. yet. Soon. You're a little ahead of yourself. Yeah. Relax. That's so, cool word. we've got this Earth um, with a radius of, like I said before, 6,400 kilometers, right? This is the whole radius. 4,000 miles. Yeah, 4,000 miles. I'm going to speak miles. in kilometers just because I have written down kilometers. That's uh, also because we're scientists and we should be it's using metric as much, yeah. as much as possible because it's the right way to do it. <laughs> so because got, imperial units make no goddamn sense whatsoever. We've got the inner core, which we talked about before. It's solid, uh, primarily iron and nickel. Um, because those are the heavier elements, okay. right? Right. And that's about uh, 51, or fi about 5,000 kilometers and deeper. So it's about, uh, it's basically a sphere one-sixth the radius of Earth, right? Um, then between the inner core and then the next level up is the outer core, which is liquid, also heavier elements, right? And this one's about 3,000 to 5,000 kilometers, Um so that's about that takes up that extends to about halfway up Earth's radius, right? So this is this is still iron and nickel, but in this point, Primarily. the outer core is the liquidy part of the core. It's liquidy outer core and a solid inner core. That's how it works. And then you've got the mantle, which takes up eighty-four percent of Earth's volume, uh, which is insane. <laughs> and yes. that that's from like the uh, basically the rest of it. it's like you know. Three three thousand kilometers up to pretty much like fifty kilometers deep. Yeah, the crust is not the crust very is super thin. The it's crust like, of the earth is not very deep, even though like you can drill a real big hole. Yeah, and it's baffling. Go pretty far down, but yeah. like you still the crust is very yeah. thin so compared to the this, rest of the earth. The crust is uh, only like one one hundredth of the total radius of the earth in thickness. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but a hundredth oh. of. Four thousand miles. Oh, it's thick. It's okay. it's <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like sixty kilometers. I thought you were going to say less than a hundred, oh. actually. But okay, um, but still, that's yeah, that's so relatively small. The best, the deepest we've gone, the deepest <laughs> yeah. place that exists, okay. uh, deeper than the Marianas Trench, made by a human. Oh, this wow. borehole in Russia, the uh, Kola Super Deep Borehole. 12 kilometers deep. That's the best through, we've gotten. Through, like, drilling. They start in, on, on land? Yeah. And they went deeper than the Mariner Trench? Yes. Wow. They just drilled. And you know why they stopped? Why? It got too hot for their drill bits to, to work. They just softened. It got, it's like, expect. 570 degrees Fahrenheit that oh deep. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. That's so they just, like... than fire. That shit's fire, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, like, you're like, eh. I guess we're done. Damn. Yeah, they're just but like, that's like, we can't go any farther. And that's not even, they made it not even a quarter of the way. Wow. Through the crust. Wow. Yep. Jeez, that's baffling. That that actually does sort of give a little bit of insight as to how, like, the, the sense of size of the radius. Mm. It's like 12 kilometers is, what you say, not even a fourth? Not even a fourth of the crust. Not even a fourth of just the crust. Which is the thinnest part of. only a hundredth of the whole radius. Yeah. And like that's a long distance. It's the that's deepest crazy. thing that 
Yes, that, that is. That you could, like, put... There's the <laughs> deepest thing you could, like, take a marble, and without forcing it, it through yeah. solid it rock, it yeah. could. that's the deepest point it could go. Damn. Nuts. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Cool. So, got the mantle. You want to explain the mantle a little more? How no. does the mantle work? Why does it do it, things? Okay, I got it. about that with plate tectonics. Probably. I'm on right. it. Yeah. So... The inside of the earth is real hot. Yeah, we just talked about that. Real hot. Man. Real hot. The mantle is kind of fluidy because it's so hot. Kind of fluidy. Kind of fluidy. Okay. It's it's fluid, it's but it's not quite liquid. Okay. It's it's a weird state okay. yeah. of matter. It's it's just a weird goopy stuff, and because the crust is so thin, yeah, and broken up into plates. Okay. The movement. Uh, of the currents in the mantle, yeah. just the goopy sliding around stuff, yeah. moves the crust. Okay. The crust is broken up into plates, so like a bunch of plates. Like a bunch of plates, literal plates floating on top of water. Exactly. And you, they would move Start around. swashing around the water. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. we've got these plates, Pretty right? <clears throat> Earth's continents fit together like a big jigsaw puzzle. The, all the plates just fit together all over the surface of the Earth. Mm-hmm. And there's Wait, different kinds each of plates. Continent, a plate, or there more no, plates? there are more there... plates than continents, okay. and each continent is not necessarily its own plate. Yeah, okay, interesting. So sometimes, like certain continents are attached to each other's plates in weird ways, mm-hmm. just because the plates are not the continents. Okay. So, but what's interesting is that because of this, we have this weird movement over long scales of time that allow the land parts, the actual continents yeah, themselves yeah. above water, to be rearranged because of the plate movement. Okay. Which is, I know is crazy to yeah. think. It's a really weird thing. Like, we all learned about, like, Pangea in fourth grade, but, like, if you really think about it, that's insane. Yeah. Africa and South America were just crunched together at one point. They were <laughs> just next. Have you seen those two? Have you looked at them? They just fit I together. Know, yeah. If you look at, like, Africa and South America, they, their corners just, like, fit together. And they were. Yeah. They used to be next to each other. They used to be Crazy. connected. All of Earth's continents used to be collected in one giant landmass called Pangaea. Yeah, and Pangaea wasn't the only supercontinent that ever existed. Is that, like, at least, like, multiple continents or all of the continents? All of them. Oh, my God. Well, m- most of them. It's most a bunch of them. Of them. Okay. There are some that are, like... Half of the continents. Okay. Pangaea was all the continents. Pangaea, Pangaea was, was all of them. Because from the Greek, pan, all, gia, land. Pangaea literally means all the land. Brilliant. All of it. All of it. We're so good at making words. So, how do we figure this out? Magic. Alfred Wegener. Oh, he invented plates. No, he invented magic. Um, oh, that's what I was so, going to say. <laughs> what he noticed was that we dig up fossils. In Africa and South America. Mm, right, I've heard about this. And they'd be the same fossil. They'd, they'd be, the, be same the same organism. Fossil. It'd be the same thing. You'd find a, one fossil in South America, and you'd find another one of the exact same fossil in Africa. And it'd be of a thing literally that couldn't the same have... animal or, like, the same literally kind the of animal? Same, like well, the not same the same, being? like, physical animal, because okay. that's... That'd be nuts. That'd yeah. be interesting. Just find half of a I fossil. Mean, like, oh, that'd be crazy. As, it, I mean, it's just as unreasonable. Like, something died and was just, like, was exactly on the line that split. Yeah, I mean, you know? there probably are fossils like that we just yeah. haven't found. Also, small. They'll probably be destroyed also. Yeah, because like, well, yeah. Yeah, the ocean. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> the thing is, you have these fossils, and you say, okay, we know this fossil, but we know that the animal that this used to be couldn't have just swum across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> 
how was it in both places? Right. And Alfred Wegener proposed this revolutionary at the time idea that nobody agreed with. Everybody was shitting all over him for a long time, and he died not knowing that he was right. He proposed that at one point, what if the continents had just been next to each other? It makes sense for a fossil to be from the same place, and then that place moved, not that the fossils (laughs) moved. So it's kind of a weird way to think about it, but he was the first one to really propose it, and he was right. So, you know, Damn. just because uh, science, science changes science. over time. That's pretty sweet. Pretty but, sweet. So these continents move due to the convection currents in the mantle. Okay. And sometimes they smash into each other. Can you explain what convection currents were? No. No, I didn't. Okay. So convection currents are... Uh, okay. In this hot fluid, yeah. there are currents due to differing temperatures and mm-hmm. densities right yeah because that's what convection is that's what like, convection is so you get like mm-hmm. basically something that's uh hot rises to the top and something that's cold sinks to the bottom uh-huh. so a thing will rise to the top get cool and then sink back down uh, and so you get okay. this because it's circular cooler further from currently the yeah. so closer to the crust it's a little bit colder Closer mm-hmm. to the center, it's a little bit hotter so you get these currents of flow in the mantle that move the plates on top of it got it and these plates are different. Not every continental plate is the same, obviously, because they have different continents on them. But I mean, I'm talking about their actual, like, composition is a little bit different. So you've got oceanic plates, which are a little bit thinner, but denser. And then you've got continental plates, which are thinner, or thicker, but less dense. And they've all learned to be comfortable with the way they are. <sighs> That's true. Every inch of them is perfect, are from the, the bottom to the top. Ones, are the oceanic ones denser because they have water pressing down on them all the time? Maybe. I don't actually know. That's a good question. Why Why are they thicker or thinner? I don't know. But they do different things when they collide. So okay. when two continental plates collide, yes. they will... I'm making hand motions. Yeah, that's not helpful. You're just putting... They just smash up and they sometimes can smash together and push up, Both which makes a mountain. Okay. Yeah. Ah. It's like... It's like when you put yeah. two pieces of paper, you try to like smash them into each other. Sometimes they, they bend up. They right. bend up and that's together. You that's go. you've done it. The Himalayas were <laughs> you've, formed. You've made a mountain. That's yeah. it. That's all there is to it. Out of a, a paper molehill. No. The Himalayas were made when two continental plates collided. Cool. Is that the other all mountains side, or not all mountains? Not all mountains. Okay. On the other hand, there are sometimes when you have an oceanic plate and a continental plate yeah. crash into each other. The oceanic plate is more dense, right. so it gets subducted, which means it goes underneath the continental plate, and the continental plate gets pushed up. Okay. So instead of crashing together and going up, the oceanic one gets sucked underneath. Right. And that's another way to form a mountain. The Andes Mountains were formed when an oceanic plate collided with a continental plate. Okay. Is that, but is there any difference between those kinds of mountains? Do they appear different? Or um, just like it makes mountains? It I don't just know, makes mountains in different ways. ways. Okay, cool. It's all just rock getting smashed upwards. Now, That's obviously, if you have two, you if you have a what rock is, because we keep talking about yeah, it. we don't actually know what rock what yes, rocks do. made of. Anyway, so not all. Of, of, so you have these plates crashing into each other, and if they move one <laughs> no, way, I can, I can talk about that. Okay. They have to be moving away from something on the other side, right? Yeah. So what happens when two plates move away from each other? Right. That's when you get these big mid-ocean ridges. Ah. Uh, okay. Like we have like one the trenches. Yep. Okay. They're moving away from each other, and the seafloor is actually spreading outwards from that point. Is like, does is that gonna like open up to the mantle at some point, or? Is I mean, it... that's literally how we get new seafloor. Is that lava from inside is rising up there oh. because the plates are spreading apart? So the Mid Atlantic Ridge is where the seafloor is spreading from. 
crazy. So that's super cool. Right. And Pangea happened about 240 million years ago. Just a real long time. Real, but like real not long that time. long. But like, like not that long compared to what we've been talking about. Yeah, exactly. The time scales that we've been talking about. That's the thing. All of the stuff happened over a very long. It's not like you know, it was like three weeks ago that Africa and South America were next to each other. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago. Coolio, are we gonna talk about rocks? Now? Let's talk about rocks. Yeah, because like. We talked about rock things, but yeah, we, I it's don't like know what the hell is a rock? I like I I was walking over here and Dave was like, you know, like something saying something about like the composition of rocks, and I was like, I have literally never before considered the molecular structure of rock. Right. I don't know why. I guess just because like you get so used to it from like such an early and like what do you do with it? It's not like reactive very much at all, so it's not like exciting. You just made every geologist in America cry. Well, I'm sorry. You just made every geologist no, that's listening things... to our show cry. So... You just made no one cry. Oh my. <laughs> So, um, rocks are made of minerals. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. All of them. In really? Fact. You're not, like, going any further than that? That's just, like, we're staying at no. rocks are made and of minerals. No, and minerals, minerals, um... <laughs> and minerals he's, are He's actually lost atoms. it. Minerals are, like, it seems to be usually oxides, um, things that contain oxygen. Seems to be usually. So, yeah. So, okay. you got, like, silica, common, okay. quartz. You know what quartz is? Yes. Okay. SiO2. Okay. The most makes up most of the Earth's crust. That's pretty oh, much like okay. a ton of it. That's most, like super duper. Oh my God! Yeah, you should say the thing you just said again. At the oh. possibility that no one heard it. Okay. So SiO two, which is yes. quartz, um, in a crystalline form, okay. is a mineral that makes up most of the rock on Earth in the okay. crust. Cool. Like the majority. The silicon and oxygen are huge components of the crust. Like the majority. Okay. Um, Wait, and then so you've got. There's like a lot of oxygen in going in like in rock things. Yes. Okay. And then you've got, you'll have things like uh, aluminum oxides and uh, alkali and alkaline metals, you know, sodium and potassium and magnesium and mm -hmm. calcium and the calcium. That sounds like it should be in a rock, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So it, there's like a whole bunch of different combinations of those atoms and you okay. have rock. Got it. So they're all different. Yeah. Depending on the kind of rock. Mm -hmm. And it's all just like basically crystals smashed together, just aggregated. Okay. And you've got a rock. Cool. There you go. Yeah. Rocks. Rocks are pretty cool. I don't know. I I like rocks. I appreciate yeah, rocks. No, 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 no. I just meant like... like. No, no I'm not saying you don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that like I think most people don't. Ooh, a rock can be an aggregate of non-minerals. Hold on. Is there people that have like pet rocks or rock collections? Which is probably a lot of people. Yeah, that's that true. A, I had a rock collection. There's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You can I have, have pet rock. Mi mineraloids, which are... Um, not, not they're not minerals because they're not they're not crystalline. They don't have like very ordered structures, yeah, 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 but they have essentially are made of the same sort of things. Like okay. Um, and then what do you mean you're not surprised? Some mineraloids tend to be more <laughs> more carbonaceous. I've been stewing about that for a bit. What does that <laughs> mean? More carbon in them. And what are you stuff? trying to say? I'm not gonna go into it. That's rocks. <laughs> okay. Rocks are all right. Fantastic. And sometimes you keep them as pets. I feel like we skipped something, and by that I mean. We, we like there's a thing at the beginning of the notes that we didn't talk about yet and that is why do we have seasons so we like talked about how the earth is misshapen but like we did i don't how why does why does why 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 do we have seasons why does the temperature overall in like certain areas like north america like change dramatically depending on the time of year so that's interesting right super common misconception is very common summer yes is when we're closest to the sun wait that makes a lot of sense though 
and winters <laughs> when our fathers see but it doesn't because okay. at the same time we're experiencing summer yeah australia is experiencing australia and the entire southern hemisphere is experiencing winter it doesn't make any sense anymore. so that doesn't make sense <laughs> for it to be just how far away we are from the sun also in summer in our summer yeah. the months of like may through august yeah. that's when we are farthest from the sun oh that makes less sense so <laughs> so that entire point is just entirely wrong yep. okay seasons are actually caused because the earth is a little bit tilted a little bit derpy oh right i knew this it's interesting because i think and correct me if i'm wrong and i think i remember reading somewhere that seasons have the same origin as the moon that would make we sense. got hit by a big thing oh. which tilted our axis, yeah. made us not quite straight up and down. Oh, real quick. I have a question about the moon thing. Okay. You said... Giant impact theory. Yeah, what about it? So we got hit by the moon <laughs> That's thing. a cool name for a theory. That, yeah. Yes, I agree. And a band. Um, so... <gasps> <laughs> All right, that's our band. That's it. Fantastic. Comedy well, folk about, revivalist. What was the vomiting wolf? Uh, vomitatious wolf. There you go. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that was what he said outside immediately before we came in. He was like, oh, we have a new band name. Anyway, so the moon hits us, and then you said we were spinning so quickly that a day was five hours. Yeah, we slowed down. Why did we slow down? What slowed us down? That's like a really dramatic slowdown. Well, I mean, it took a really long time, yeah. but still. Earth is and are we slowing still slowing over time, down? yeah. Okay, is like days are getting a little bit longer. Really? Like, is it what? Like, what's causing it? Is if there, it like if friction? Anything had is been, it gravitational? Okay. Well, there could have been other impacts. Um, there could have been. Um, but wouldn't like, those have just as much probability of speeding us up as slowing us down? Yeah, but doesn't mean that that's what happened. Because think about it: this thing hit us in one direction, one big thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then um, any ejection from the planet's surface from anything. Oh. Um, fair enough. Would cause it to lose angular momentum. So that you would mean probably every single happen. time we launch rockets, we're yeah. slowing down the Earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. But also when they come it back, it's yeah. speeding up. Maybe, uh, well, I guess no, not necessarily. <laughs> could be slowing it down more. Guys, we're fucking with everything. We <laughs> actually we have a lot of pull, like a surprising yeah, amount of pull, yeah, like yeah. more so well, than we realistically should. Yeah. Being a little <laughs> tiny like monkey being yeah. on a little grassy planet. I ain't a monkey. Um. Oh anyway. yeah, we slow down because the because the moon. <laughs> is the moon slowing us down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna suggest. So it's like tidal friction. Oh, tidal frick, fucking. But it's basically it comes down to gravitation, gravitational pull from the moon. Uh, uh, yeah. Ish. That's what causes tides. <laughs> is right. So that's what's slowing us down. Yeah. In part. Okay. Weird. Okay. So that's interesting. The yeah. impact sped that's us up, up, and then the moon was like, "Well, I'm here, so I'm just gonna do the opposite of that, but take a longer time to do it." Yeah. It, okay. It definitely said that. It definitely. Yeah, like, it definitely I'm made that do. conscious decision. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop anthropomorphizing so, things. Anyway, it's hard. Now the Earth is tilted. Okay. And because of this, it's tilted one way or the other, depending on the orbit, because it just is spinning around, and so it's always <laughs> tilted this way. So sometimes it's tilted Dave, towards the sun. It's super hard. Your hands. I, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm, okay. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I'll sit on my hands. Is yeah. that um, imagine if you just lean towards the sun, like the sun is in front of you and you like lean forward towards it, right? Your forehead is yeah, close to the sun sure. and like very well exposed to the sun. And then like your feet. While your crotch is like a little bit farther away right, from the sun. And kind of hidden. And no matter how much you rotate around, like if you like somehow manage to hover right, in space right. in that position. <laughs> and rotate around the axis that is like your spine. Yes. Which is what we're doing. As you, the, your head would continue to be the thing closest and right. warmest in your feet sure. and but then if you were to like continue that angle and walk straight forward such that you were on the other side of the sun, then mm-hmm. your feet would be getting warm mm-hmm. and your head would be getting cold for the same exactly, reason. Exactly, which if is why... If you walked to the other side, then it would be even. 
which is why the northern and southern hemisphere have opposite seasons. That they experience winter when we experience summer, but and they, vice versa. But they experience the intermediate ones at the same time as us, right? Just the so the intermediate ones are, yeah, spring yeah. and fall are where we're actually... <laughs> so, it's weird. Evenly, the tilted we're, axis, we're yeah, we're close. evenly far like away the from the sun. We're basically evenly. not tilted yeah. toward or away from the sun. Right. During spring and fall. Cool. Seasons yeah, are buddy. weird. So that's how we get our seasons. Yeah. Wonky. What if we were straight up and down? Would be Would we be like... Spring and fall all the time. Well, it would just be like uniform, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would that fuck with us? So that's why the equator has very stable climate. Because think about it. Right, if yeah. you're tilted, your yeah. stomach is always pretty equally close to the sun. Yeah. No matter which way you're tilted, yeah. it's always pretty much question. in the same what are spot. The, the climate yeah, consequences what would, of that? What I don't would be know. the ramifications of not having seasons? Probably bad, I would assume. <laughs> I mean, probably bad for the kind of, of life that has yeah, currently evolved. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, things that the equator are doing great. Variables of life suddenly, life would probably struggle Actually, a little bit. Actually, I'm not even sure that that's true because think about it. The highest diversity is found at the equatorial lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everything whose life cycle depends on changing seasons would just fail. Yeah, but like. Yeah, okay, but, but again, that's a smaller group of animals. Yeah. That's pretty Most things are yeah, better at having birds. stable climate. But, I, I, but they're always in a perfectly okay climate then. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. I don't yeah, know. Sounds good. It depends on if the climate hey is guys, perfectly I think okay. We, we solved, we posed a question and then we figured out the answer like on the show real quick. Kind of, kind of. I'm pretty proud of that. That was yeah, good. Was good job, good. everyone. Cyanobacteria? What is this? Well, you said that. You said you mean cyanobacteria. Oh. And I just put it in. I don't mm. know. He's looking at the notes. Yeah. Zach makes terrible not puns all the time. And then, like, every once in a hey, while, a really funny real pun comes speaking up. Speaking of crazy-ass climate, let's talk about Snowball Earth. I thought you Snowballs. were going to say something about puns. Snowball Earth is a thing that happened Ask once, climate. maybe three times, definitely once. <laughs> at one point... <laughs> once oh, yeah, it, it might have been a few times. At, at one point, Earth was entirely frozen over. Like, literally all of just, the water on Earth was frozen? Not literally all of the water, but, like, it was just completely, like... <clears throat> the top was all frozen? What does frozen over mean? That's a good point. <laughs> um, it was a snowball. Why do you have... A, oh, frozen TM. That's hilarious. You forgot the M. Forgot I couldn't... That. I was looking for the symbol, and it was like in Google in Docs. In our notes, we have Earth was completely frozen with like a little T. And a, and a capital M. F for but frozen. Well, it's because I couldn't find... I was searching the symbol. I just put in a T, it's a and it came because with a T there's a movie called Frozen. Yeah. Uh, as if anyone that. has not heard of that. Jeepers, crampers, man. I don't know why you're getting all up in arms about not having the TM and just having a T. Just let it go, Shane. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to leave. You should I drop that microphone. I can't believe though, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Mic drop, except not because this is expensive as hell. Good anyway. job, man. I'm glad we have extra time today because we got to talk about magnetic fields. That shit Yeah, we haven't crazy. even gotten into that. Hold on, I want to talk about Snowball Earth. We haven't gotten done yet. Let's talk about Snowballs. Snowball Earth is real cold about 650 million years ago, so about the time of Pangea. Yes. Um, average Earth temperature was minus 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus Christ, that's cold. That's real cold. Pretty cold. That's and it like was solved. It freezes before it hits the ground cold. It's like even much colder than that, probably. <laughs> no, it's about 50. Really? Negative 50 Fahrenheit is your spit freezes before it hits the ground. It freezes when it hits the ground at like negative 25. Why? I read a book about Alaska. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> why are we not still a snowball? Volcanoes. Are volcanoes. The volcanoes are the answer. Volcanoes with their farts again. Followed by, actually, yes. <laughs> volcanoes followed by global warming is probably what made it stop. Hey, I thought global warming was bad. It is bad when it kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is good when it makes everything not die. <laughs> it's 
Global warming is useful when we're too cold. Global warming is not useful when we're too hot. Well, I live <laughs> a pretty in a, straightforward I live in Ithaca, thing. so global warming is good, right? Listen, there was a snowball. You understand in that the colder, like crazy ass snowfalls and freezing cold temperatures is a byproduct of global warming, right? You understand that like temperature extremes are also part of global warming. Why is it called global warming? Because average temperature is going up. <laughs> We're gonna have a whole goddamn episode about this. You guys are gonna piss me off. <laughs> it's great. It's so we easy. We should definitely both be the layman. Yes. Episode. Oh, that'll be great. Bug the shit <laughs> oh my god, I would. Just... This is gonna be hilarious. Anyway. We have covered Earth's rock. We covered Earth's water. We covered Earth's air. We covered all of the spheres. The biosphere included. We talked about life. There's one more. The magnetosphere. Dun, dun, dun. Earth has a magnetic field. And how it got there is pretty goddamn insane. Pretty absurd. What it does for us is also pretty goddamn insane. Seriously, this is the weirdest part about Earth. Yeah. I, I would vote the magnetosphere is the weirdest part. I want to hear Earth. all about so, it. So, at any given time, the sun is like blasting us with lasers, right? That's <laughs> what. That's what. Okay, not actually. Literally, it is literally I mean, blasting I mean, solar okay, radiation yeah, not, in every direction and hitting us. Yeah, it's not a laser because lasers are like a single, direction. relatively a single wavelength. It's coherent light, all blah, 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 blah. So, no, it's not a laser laser technically but it's like a whole bunch of energy radiation shooting at the earth right and so with the atmosphere and the magnetosphere protecting us pretty much all that happens is we get warm which is and nice. tan occasionally yeah right and uh so without the atmosphere uh, we would get radiated to death by the uv radiation without the magnetosphere would we would get destroyed to death. by ionized particles like just electrons and protons just ripping through us why why we would die? Why, why, from that? why would that destroy us? No, because super why, high energy particles. How, how does the magnetosphere? Oh well, yeah. I'm. I'm. Well, yes. That's what I'm getting to. I'm just setting up how cool it is and what it does for us first. So, that was magnetic field sphere around us. We would get like, just dead. Really bad. Dead. He's bad at using his words, so he makes a lot of like high pitched sound effects, and they actually work pretty well. So, um, so, oh god. So the way it protects us is that. Um, when you have a charged particle, right, and it mo is moving perpendicular to a magnetic field, it gets pushed uh, basically like off to the side. This is the right hand rule. This, yeah, the right. For those of you who've taken like, like physics, mm -hmm. yeah, the right so hand basically, rule. Basically, if you have a charged particle, like an electron, negative charge, right, shooting directly at the Earth, right, yes. we've got this magnetic field where, from the direction the sun is shooting these particles at us from, right, the magnetic field is essentially pretty much vertical. Right, and so since the electron's moving forward, the magnetic field is vertical. It either moves to the left or the right of Earth, depending on which direction the magnetic field is, and the charge of the particle. In this case, it's an electron. Um, so basically, the magnetos the magnetosphere deflects these yeah. incoming particles. So it does a few things. Well, it most it for the most part deflects them. Then it's it puts some in just a, an orbit around Earth, essentially the Van Allen radiation belt. There's two of them, and we have to have incredible shielding on electronics in satellites if we want to keep them in that orbit distance for a long yeah. period of time because otherwise these charged particles just obliterate mm -hmm. the electronics. Um, and it also pushes these charged particles towards, they basically follow the magnetic field lines. Um, okay. And so, um, or not, that's not, they don't follow magnetic field lines, they follow... Like perpendicular to them, yeah. correct? And they end up being pushed in towards the poles. Okay. Um, and then you okay. get your auroras. Sense. Because you have oh, these charged particles get trapped in these radiation belts, Van Allen belts, mm -hmm. either the north or the south pole. Okay. And 
when they get charged up. This, this happens to anything that gets super excited. Mm-hmm. It goes into a higher energy state. And when it goes back down to the ground state or right. lowest level, low energy state, it gives off some sort of energy. And that energy is often in the form of light. So this is blowing. My so mind. basically what happens is you have these trap particles that, you know, excite things. And then when everything calms back down, it shoots off light. Oxygen shoots off red and green. Nitrogen shoots oh off different God, colors. That's so cool. The Aurora Borealis and Aurora Australis are both just excited particles from solar radiation oh calming down, that's essentially. So it's like, awesome. it's, it's, Magnetosphere not only goes like, hey, I'm going to prevent these particles from killing you, I'm also going to give you a light show with Pretty them. Pretty light show. Yeah. That's it's so amazing. cool. And I've like really never, like, I'm sure I've at some point considered, but like never found the answer to or really looked for the answer to how in the world auroras happen. Yep. That's so It's cool. insane. Hella gnarly, as you might say. magnets and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, how the hell is this enormous magnetic yeah, field geez, generated like, where in Where does here? that come from? The cores. Okay. Super crazy. So, um, I'm just going to first, I don't know exactly, I don't think anyone knows exactly how it started. Okay. But we know we how, it's currently how working. it currently works. So, given that you already have this magnetic field, right? Yes. Um, you have this outer core that's liquid metal. Yes. Right? And so, um, you have... These some of these are just like charged. Outer so, core is like the outside of the inside. The outer yes. core is the outside. So it, is the outside of outer, outer core, core and then inner the core. Inner yeah. the inside part. Yeah. Okay. So you've got these, you know, liquid metal. Some of which is like somewhat charged, potentially. Okay. All right. Passes through a magnetic field. All of a sudden, it gets reoriented into a certain. Oh, so first of all, conduction currents are happening here. Right. Um, so like we talked about yeah. the mantle, you've got these flows right. in this goopy liquid that's really thick. And then. Yeah. Inner since, core has that too, or the outer the core Earth has is that too. Rotating, you also get this Coriolis effect, such that um, the convection currents are yes. forced into like helixes, okay. um, basically spirals that are oriented like with the spin axis. So, Whirlpools of molten metal. Yeah, essentially, right. And so um, you've got you know this liquid metal going like that, and it's going now moving in a magnetic field. Okay. And so a current is generated in these loops. Okay. And when you have a current in a loop, it generates a magnetic field. Yes, correct. And so you have this propagating magnetic field oh in one direction. One and direction. it's the whole core of the Earth just doing this. The core yeah. of the Earth does it's this. It's a giant dynamo. It propagates itself. Yeah. And That's now insane. you would ask, like, well, where does it get the energy for that? That's like a... Uh, convection is it, powered by heat. And the inner core is slowly, um, basically... The outer core is slowly solidifying onto the inner core um, because it's oh. losing heat energy. So it's like that's a thing that's happening always. Yes. Yeah. What happens when that happens? We uh, lose the magnetosphere. Mars, in fact, doesn't have a magnetosphere because its core is too cool. And so there is no magnetosphere, so Mars is actually no. getting completely annihilated. There's a by tiny magnetosphere. Oh, okay. But it's, it's, it's not crustal uh, magnetic field. Is that not enough to stop it from getting absolutely obliterated by the It's a little bit get? of help. But there are but like basically still getting there are more bubbles that like bubbles of magnetic field oh, magnetic okay. field bubbles that protect parts of the crust oh. that it can get through. So it's like not amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not very strong or big. But just like how Venus is an example of what happens if the greenhouse effect mm-hmm. goes nuts. Right. Mars is an example of what happens if we lose our magnetic sphere. Yeah. What happens if the core cools and we lose our magnetic protection? Crazy. We'll die. That'd be bad. So all of this research that we did on magnetic field is not we. This is directed at German Dave, our fourth roommate, who 
has the same name as me, but we call him German Dave because he's German, and we need a way to differentiate between he and I. And he gets a big shout out because do, like, tall he Dave taught us all about this. Dave because they're, they're both tall and skinny. Which is can't like, do like brunette Dave or like... The uh, only distinguishing feature is that one of them is German. Yeah. Clearly. Rudy, I mean, I'm Rudy. also German. Not as German. Okay, he's like from I mean, Germany. We're all German-ish. Yeah. All of us is... But he's like... Is so we're all... Wait, are we all like 50% ethnic background German? Is that... Mine's like somewhere between 25 and 50. Oh, okay. And then... I'm but up he's, there too. He's also 50% German, but like can speak... German and like is, has is from German heritage has lived there. Yeah, <laughs> so he's actually German, Dave. Yeah, and the he... best I've done is go to like Schmidt's Sausage House and I had a beer once. I <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. You had a beer once. <laughs> I had a German beer once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he helped us out. He lot. he did all. He, he did. taught us all about this stuff. He looked up crons. What's a cron? It's a period that lasts from 100,000 to a million years where magnetic field polarity remains constant and doesn't flip upside down. Because apparently... Oh, it's the thing that happens sometimes. It's the thing that we're the magnetic expecting field, to happen. The thing right? that we're expecting to happen. Because, okay, so listen. <laughs> magnetic fields reverse occasionally. So it entirely flips. Okay, so here's Our the North thing Pole was, becomes South. It's actually, I'm not surprised with that because what you were saying... Okay, so Zach mentioned how the Coriolis effect causes like the, 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 the spinning. They get the helix of um the like magnetized particles which creates a current and then creates a magnetic field but what i was thinking is like there's a little experiment that i did in ap physics where you take a big like you know conductive pipe and you drop a magnet down it and it takes too long to hit the bottom because you drop it and the magnet which is moving through space is causing a current to be conducted through the metal piping which mm -hmm. in turn creates a magnetic force in the opposite direction that the magnet is moving slowing it down mm. which would lead me to believe that the magnetic field would be eventually going in the opposite direction for the the, the that's generated by the core the um that would make sense to me the inner core Yes, can sort of hold. This is unclear, but like it's it's a, it's of, pretty complicated. I'm can sure. Can sort is. of hold the magnetic dipole in some fashion. Ah, uh, and so that like helps it prevent the core from uh, the field from flipping too often. Uh -huh. This is why it takes so damn long. But like we're so like, basically we're like at the point where like it could literally happen at any point because exactly. it happens. I think, I think so, magnetic yeah, reversals absolutely. happen between a hundred thousand to a million years every so often in that range, right. and it's been what uh, seven hundred thousand years, I think, is what. Dave told us mm -hmm. it's been about 700,000 years since our last reversal. Right. So we're kind of due for one. Also, it could happen anywhere between spots right now, right? Like they're not actually at the North and South pole. Yeah. yeah. Magnetic oh, they move around. Magnetic South Daily. are freaking weird. They, like, right. they shift a little bit. They yeah, move like almost our, 60 kilometers a year. It's like, in, like straight orbits. up like in, is it in Canada or like it is like, it is f like the North magnetic pole, pole is far enough down that it like, could be in Canada if it's not actually in Canada. It might be in like Greenland or something. It's something, but yeah, it's like it, not anywhere. Near yeah, it's not really close to the actual. <laughs> but um, basically, the outer core is basically trying to flip reversal, reverse polarity okay. all the time. That's what I. But figured. the inner yeah. core is a little more sort of. Stable. We don't fully understand. It's how complicated. The reversal yeah, happens. Sure. It's like, but like, but basically, the inner anyway, core is a yeah, little bit real quickly. Sort of hold it, not to scare everybody, but just to like elaborate a little bit. Like this would fuck up everything if we had if a magnetic flipped. reversal so much technology magnetic relies. north so a reversal means that a magnetic our magnetic north pole would flip and become south right so, so basically all of your compasses would start pointing south yeah not just all your compasses every single thing that uses gps 
Also, this is called the Geodynamo theory. The whole like that's way very this cool. All works. Yeah, it's another band neat. name, <laughs> Geodynamo. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, like, I, it's like it would be super bad. It'd be, be real, bad. It'd be real bad. Shit would break all over the place, mm-hmm. like satellites and navigational systems, and shit would just break <laughs> all over the place. Also, like birds would, some birds would be boned. There's birds that use magnetic currents to like navigate yeah. north and south. They're not just birds it, either. Like, There's a lot of animals yeah, that yeah, use just animals um, in general. Yeah, it's misaligned sharks. by 11, 11. Magnetotaxis is currently. the word you're looking 11. for. Right, that's like a lot. That's a lot. What what was it? It's misaligned to the rotation axis by 11.3 degrees ish. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so like, there's lots of animals that would just be really screwed. Screwed. When it yeah. Came time to like move from hot to cold, they'd go in the wrong direction. They would fly farther north <laughs> and be colder. And hopefully, they're smart enough now to figure it out. Maybe it'd be great. Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome, though. Imagine we would learn so much about the intelligence of species if they could, like, when it flipped, they could figure out. They realize that their compass is wrong. Yeah. Rather oh, shit. Than, like, this ain't right, man. We what? gotta go the other way. It's, it's yeah, too cold. Right. Yeah, that would, be, that would be super awesome. All right, we're over time. Um, over time. We're not really over time because we, like, have infinite time today, but also I have to go do algo homework. Yeah, we've so pretty much covered all the covered uh, all, all the important, important stuff. One final thing I wanted to mention. Zone. Sure. How, Our how, how, year, how, how, orbital period, how long it takes us to oh, go yeah. around the sun. Oh, yeah. Is 365.26 days. Okay. So... It's 365, which sounds like, oh, that's a year, right? It's 365 and a quarter day. So yeah, that quarter builds up. It's more specific than that. So every four years, we basically have an extra day, every, which like, is why leap years are a thing. Every, like, hundred or something years, or maybe, I don't remember if it's less like another leap that. day? No, there's a leap second oh. that we have to add to make up for the leap day not actually fixing. Oh, yeah, we talked about totally. this. Yeah. And uh, there's a big petition right now by a bunch of software engineers to just say fuck it and like <laughs> stop trying to account for it because uh, it screws up really important software a lot, like re- like really badly, like like um, security software on like Swiss banks. They were like running a test suite, and for some reason, some brilliant person thought to test what happens if we like fuck up the clock by a second, which is what would happen if the atomic clock they were using added an extra second, which is what it does every couple, like however long this is, and it crashed their whole system. Luckily, it was in a test environment, so like, you know, all the money in the world didn't go away, but it like really screws the people because no one knows to account for it. And so having the same second occur twice can really mess with a lot of programming. And so people are like, it doesn't matter. Like it would, worst case scenario in like a thousand years, noon would like noon being like when the sun is directly overhead would happen at one instead of 12. And no one would care because at that point it would just be like, okay, that's like obviously how it's happened. For the and it would, ha- it would be slow. It wouldn't it just would be, be like noon is suddenly slow. at one. It's just right. that it would slowly It'd see like a shift. In a hundred years, it would happen at 1207 or something. Because timekeeping like, is like pretty arbitrary. It's important. Yeah. Yes, but it's pretty but it's arbitrary. arbitrary. Yeah. Back to Shane. Back to what you said about the uh, how they would you know with the magnet down the tube and yeah, how it generates yeah, yeah. in the opposite yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm reading something right now that's like there's some weird stuff that happens because you know it's in a fluid that can like rise and sink sure. through convection and uh, okay. somehow it works that like one of them remains dominant. Um, and it's I'm trying to parse it right now and this is this something about a meridian plane and poloidal fields and toroidal fields and it's like well you know those are words that I don't know I mean they're actually not that complicated but 
They're just shapes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I can't really figure okay, it out right now. Okay, fair enough. But weird stuff is happening, and the magnets are... And it's self, it is self-propagating. Also, just like magnetism in and of itself is already pretty fucking weird, regardless yeah. of like this being particularly weird instance of magnetism. Did you ever see the thing where, uh, like, I think it was like a journalist, someone is interviewing Richard Feynman, and they uh, they just ask him, like, so, uh, like, why do, like, magnets uh, of opposite ends, like, repel each other? And he's like, like, what is your, what, what do you mean? Like, what the hell kind of question is that? And he goes on, he's like, do you mean this? Well, okay, this, we can explain that. Do you mean this? You can explain that. Well, once you get to this fundamental level, it's just like, you can't ask why. It just is. Right. I mean, that's like, I mean, that is, that is equivalent to saying, like, you know, like, why do, like, particles of opposite charge like attract each other fucking no one we don't know just but it, that's the rule it matters <laughs> it, it definitely matters it, we have no idea why but it just does yeah anyway i mean i don't even know how you why there couldn't be any sort of answer to that question i don't think that wouldn't make any sense um at some point there has to be a rule that just is the rule because it's the rule. Yeah, it seems like that's just sort of a thing that just happens Eventually in our world. Our universe bottom. is we'll, a universe I mean, in we'll which opposite charges we'll attract. Figure out more stuff because apparently, like I don't know, quantum physics and stuff is getting real weird. Yeah, and that's like, true. I don't know if enough about it to say yeah. whether what you guys. Just All right, said we're gonna. That's a good point. Um, the Earth is amazing. Appreciate your home planet. And there are a lot of other planets out there. <laughs> there are. Some, but <laughs> ours is life yet. Ours is pretty cool. But ours is pretty cool. Say Mars is pretty cool. Ours is pretty cool. Mowers, lawn mowers. Yeah, we're gonna stop now. We're gonna stop. Right Obviously, now. we've uh, passed. We got We're running out of juice. Adios, amigos. Right quick. Bye.